Welcome to episode 27 of Your Routine Queen podcast. And in this episode, I am going to be having a frank discussion and acknowledgement of the potential love-hate relationship that you have with social media right now. I am going to be walking through some wins and also some challenges personally for me on social media and stick around through the entire episode because if you currently struggle with the energy, the draining, the just life suck of social media, I'm going to walk you through some specific decisions by design that you can work through and maybe shift your own energy around what social media can mean for you. So let's jump into it. This is Chelsea Fournier, AKA Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. Okay, so we are completely acknowledging the potential that you have a very strong love-hate relationship with social media. I know that I do. I feel like from time to time, it tips more towards the love, more towards the hate. Uh, It often depends on how strong my routines are around creating content or engaging with social media or how much I've slipped away from that discipline and I'm just being sucked into consuming. And before we even jump into this conversation, Obviously, one of my beliefs is that everything you need to do in order to run a successful online business can be broken down into routines and rituals. And then you can create systems around those routines and rituals so they either take less of your time and become more efficient and more energized, or because you can then decide, hey, this is systematized and I I know it has to happen, but I don't love doing it. And then be able to outsource or delegate or hire a virtual assistant or a team to support you in some of those tasks. For some of you, Social media is going to be a task that you desire to delegate. However, in my personal opinion, and you may disagree, however, you can't outsource the strategy or you can't outsource all of the strategy because some of these decisions, and I'm going to walk you through some specific decisions by design, some of these decisions can only be made by you because you know who your sole client is. You're developing your signature transformation. You're working on creating your aligned offerings. And so creating routines to draw in your sole client to then take them to a step that's going to bring them towards an aligned offering or even something free that they can engage with, it's going to be you that they light up with, right? Now down the road as you create like a content bank or you're more clear on your writing style or your imagery is looking good, you can start to create systems and outsource this. Now, this might be against what you've heard other coaches or mentors say, but what I know is that if you're listening to this, you're a light worker, you're an empath, you're very intuitive, maybe you are a sensitive soul. And some of this you really just can't skip because the voice that people need to hear is you because especially if you're super intuitive and you're leveraging those gifts, those gifts don't translate through the same if you just like outsource to a copy right off or have a designer jump in and start making your aesthetic until you can really be clear in that like CEO mindset and have these decisions made to then be able to project them out and have a system around them. 
So I want to acknowledge some of my personal struggles with social media. One thing that I'm constantly working on is having boundaries and personal self-discipline around the intention to be on social media to create and to connect, but really limiting my time on social media around consumption, consuming. And so what I mean by that is I am logging into Instagram and creating a post, right? That is creation. I am logging on and DMing or maybe over on LinkedIn and interacting with people, connecting, having those connections like conversations, commenting on meaningful posts. Those are really the purpose of social media in your business. Now, it can be very easy to get sucked into the other sea of consuming, which in my mind would be the scroll hole. You know, maybe you, maybe I set out to say, I'm going to scroll for 15 minutes and set a timer. And my intention is to maybe save some reels audios that I can use later on Instagram for my own creation. But sometimes that 15 minutes and the intention goes down a rabbit hole. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, 30, 40 minutes later, and I'm not looking at reels or saving them at all anymore. I'm down a rabbit hole of like being intrigued by someone's post and then looking at their content. And you know what I'm saying? Like it can go down a million different directions. So the consumption is what we want to limit. And this isn't going to necessarily be an episode about limiting your screen time, but the consumption is what you want to limit. The way you're going to counterbalance that is by having a clear idea of what you want to create, being in that creation mode, and how you desire to make connections, where you desire to make connections. Like having plans around every single aspect of what social media means to you. You may resist that right now, but if you're more tipping towards the hate side of the love-hate relationship of social media, but you know that you desire or you need to fall in love with it to some degree because it's going to be a power force for how you find your soul clients, how you expand your reach, how you grow your business, then keep an open mind, right? So I'm going to share just some annoying horror stories because I know you need to hear this. This is not only you. You know, I was on LinkedIn at one point where that's like, in my mind, the more professional social media platform, right? Like you don't expect to get hit on as a woman. And there was like a string of maybe four or five men over the course of just a couple of weeks. It was like a really weird instance that were on LinkedIn and hitting on me. Like, you know, on Facebook, you expect to get the, hey, I want to be your sugar daddy. Send me a picture. Like the It just is what it is, right? Like people are using social media for good and then some people are using social media in just bizarre freaking ways. But on LinkedIn, I didn't really expect that. And I got so frustrated. Like I am on LinkedIn to create content, to create connections. I've had amazing collaborations come out of LinkedIn. I had a book deal come out of LinkedIn. I've had invites to amazing podcasts. I've connected with new clients. And so I really love LinkedIn as one of my platforms. However, I was just so pissed off at this like string of men being like, wow, I love your profile. You're beautiful. Let's, you know, let's talk about how we could work together. And it just really, really triggered me. And so I like didn't log into LinkedIn for months after that. I gave each of them a very strong independent woman tongue lashing of like, why would you think this is appropriate? And moved on from those conversations, blocked them. But then I like energetically just didn't even want to log in because I was expecting the next message in there to be like another one of those. And I know you get this too. Like if you're just starting a new Instagram feed or just becoming more consistent, all of a sudden, all of the trolls are going to come out. Now, so the next episode coming out, Ina Kavani is your engagement coach. And she talks a lot about how to handle DMs and how to block people. I am very liberal with the block. Now that I know who my sole client is and the signature transformation that I offer, if I 
do not think that we're going to be a connection as a sole client, as a collaborator, as a referral source you're not going to be following me on Instagram. Like that's why I would say it's almost half and half at this point. I have blocked hundreds of people from my Instagram feed. And you know what? The number one is if someone is a male. For me personally, I don't, in my business, I don't personally work with men in business. I work with women in business. And so if it's like a business account that clearly is just going to try to pitch me like being a, an affiliate of something and it's not a good match, I just block that. If it's clear they're going to be pitching me of like it's a social media agency and they're going to be pitching me, right? I just block that. And then if it's a man who doesn't seem to have a business, they have no business following me, right? So this is one of my personal boundaries. You may feel like that's offensive. You may feel like whatever, but that's one of my personal boundaries. I can see based on someone's profile and you just get, you get an ick factor, right? You get an ick factor of like, ugh, what is this? Why is this person following me? Block them. They don't, you don't have to allow them to follow you, right? And so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole on here on the negative side because I want to honor this. It's not only you. If this is happening to you, if you're getting like, hey baby messages or if you're getting you know, weird companies following you or someone pitching you to be an affiliate of like a very bizarre product coming out of China. Like you get to control what does and does not follow you. Okay. But on the positive, we're going to flip right over to the positive right now. I want to talk about some of the synchronicity and the magic that can happen through social media. So one of the students who's currently going through my Aligned to Ignite program she and I met on social media the day before the program. I actually think it was the day of the program closing and I like allowed her to come in the next day because we connected in a Facebook group. So I'm going to talk through some decisions by design. And one of the decisions that I'm going to encourage you to think about is where you're going to intentionally interact where your sole client might be hanging out. Okay. And so I was intentionally interacting in a Facebook group. I believe it's called Healers Helping Healers, something like that. And I'm in there because my sole clients are healers. They are light workers. They're women who are growing businesses around their intuitive gifts or their their healing capacity and support for people. And so I know that my sole client is hanging out in there. I'm not going in there to like pitch people, right? But I'm going in there to start conversations, answer questions share comments, maybe follow some of the people that seem really interesting when they have like an Instagram follow train. I just want to be in there to add value and be a part of a community just like I would be if I went to a like fair or an in-person event or a conference where I thought a lot of my soul clients would be. And so I was in there and there was an Instagram thread like this is a Facebook group but someone started a thread saying hey I would love some new followers of genuine people on my Instagram account. I'm sure you would too. You know drop your handle below and let's go, go follow each other. And so I just happened to be, I was on a nap, a car nap. If you have a toddler or used to have a toddler, if you've ever been stuck on a car nap, you're like, okay, he fell asleep. I'm not going to drive home and wake him up. I'm going to park on the side of the road. What am I going to do? So I had my phone out and I was like, you know what? Today is the day of the week that I intentionally try to go into Facebook groups and interact with my soul client. So I went into this group and I saw this Instagram thread and I went and followed three people and I followed the three people that like put descriptions about what they did and then their handle and they seemed interesting. So I went over and followed one of them. This beautiful woman, I don't think she would mind me sharing her name. We're going to, her name is Aki, A-K-I is what she goes by, Aki. And so I went over and followed her and we just started having a conversation and I messaged each of the three new accounts that I followed saying, hey, I just found your account from the Healers Facebook group that you posted it in. Just wanted to like personally say hi and, and why I'm here. And so then we started conversations and my conversation with Aki just started to like connect immediately. 
right? And then I find out as she's connecting with me, she's saying, I literally just joined this group because one of my mentors told me that I need to start putting myself out there online. I just joined this group. I just saw the Instagram thread. I don't post often on Instagram, but I decided to jump in and just be part of that thread. And so now we're in a conversation. And I don't often, if you know me, like I do open up my calendar sometimes for focus and power up calls here to the podcast community, but I don't often just say like, hey, we should hop on a free call or we should connect deeper. And I I never do it on a Friday night, but we were connected and it was a Friday and she had some questions. I was like, I really just want to help her. This seems like I could really add some value, even if even if we never worked together, like she just seemed like the energy of someone that I wanted to connect deeper with. And so I said, well, I'm with my son right now, but we could hop on a call tonight. I have some quick ideas about how you could even spruce up your Instagram bio. Happy to share. And we got onto a call, I think at eight o'clock at night on a Friday, which is like super low energy time for me. But I got so energized talking to her and we just had such a great conversation and hearing where she was coming from and why she was resistant to social media, but knowing that she needed to jump into social media. And then I shared some free resources with her. You know, I said, I I really think that I love the vision of what you want to do with your business. She's an amazing RTT hypnotherapist. She has a powerful story about how it's helped her and helped so many people. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to send you a couple of my free past stuff, like a masterclass, a workshop, like see if my teaching style resonates with you. And if it does, like, you know, I have this program. I don't know if it would be of interest to you. We just connected today. And so then through that conversation and me sending some free resources and just offering value, this was not like a sales call, right? It was so synchronistic. And the next morning it was, I woke up to a message of her saying like, I stayed up and watched all of your videos that you sent me. I 100% feel an aligned match. Like I, what is this program? I want to learn about how I could work with you. And so I share this because she truly is my sole client. I very randomly happened to be in that Facebook group I was randomly in it. However, I had created some very specific decisions by design in advance to know that that Facebook group was one where my sole client might be hanging out. I'm not going in there to pitch. I'm just going in there to connect and collaborate. And I had chosen that the particular day of the week, Friday, was a day that if I had extra time to engage, I was going to do it by going into Facebook groups that I've done, that I've like curated and decided on and joined I actually have a spreadsheet with all of the Facebook groups that I think my soul client could be hanging out in, right? So do you hear me talking through that? This is a routine. I have broken down social media into a routine. Do I always go into Facebook groups on Friday, even though I tell myself I should? No, some Fridays I don't have time. But that Friday, in the moment, I was like, you know what? Friday is the day that I tell myself if I have extra time, I'm going to go into Facebook groups and engage with my potential soul clients just to add value, just to show up, just to interact with comments, follow new people. And I did that. I followed my plan, right? I made the decision in the moment. I acted on that decision. I implemented it. I met this amazing woman who is now in my program, right? So how could you shift your energy around what social media is and what it could be for you and your business. Like, would you like things like this happening for you of, oh my gosh, starting such synchronistic conversations with your soul client? You know, I get it that I was just speaking with a woman yesterday who I'm interviewing for my podcast, and she really struggles with the fact that she likes in-person networking. She likes if she's at a speaking engagement to be able to see the energy of people, see if She needs to shift the topic if the attention is going, especially if you're a very intuitive person, you can feel like you're kind of cut off at the knees. 
when you're just doing a live video or recording this podcast. Like I'm recording this podcast. I have no way to know if 10 minutes in, everybody has tuned out. I have no way to know if all of you are like so excited to hear my decisions by design that you're going to stay till the end of the episode. I have no way of knowing that. And so I do understand that the in-person connection, either in networking or in offering your services, may be where your heart is. And yet there may be a need that you have of why you desire social media and online connection to happen more in your life or your business. You may desire that you want to be able to travel more. And so being in your in-person network may not be possible. You may desire that you could work from home so that you could be with your children more instead of having an office space where you like physically go to support clients. You may want to do more like Zoom sessions. You may realize that maybe you live in an area where you just feel like people don't get what you do and creating more of an online community is going to attract people who understand what you're offering. Like there could be any number of reasons, right? And so maybe your practice or your networking is currently straddling both in person and online. Honestly, it could be because of the pandemic as well. Like one of the students in Align to Ignite used to have an amazing pipeline of doing in-person speaking events and then booking clients from that and then getting referrals to speak at a next event. And she truly has grieved that this pipeline, right, this direct source of clients that she could really rely on was really taken away from her with the pandemic and with the experience of people not running in-person events. And so for any number of reasons, you may be in this position of saying, I know I need to do more online or I desire to do more online, but maybe your efforts being spent online kind of feel like a waste of time. Have you ever felt that way, especially if you intend to create or connect, but all of a sudden you're just in consumption mode? Part of it might be because you have not yet really nailed having some of these decisions in place and clarity so that it can become a routine and ritual. So we're going to take just one quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to walk through the decisions by design that I encourage you to contemplate. And if you implement any number of these, one or all of them or picking and choosing, you're going to find that your use of time and energy on social media is going to become so much more effective. Wait a second. Are you missing out on where we can connect on a deeper level Or are you already following me on Instagram at Your Routine Queen? If you don't know, when I launched this podcast, I also launched a brand new feed on Instagram at Your Routine Queen. And that's where I hang out online the most. I hang out in the stories. I do funny reels. I'm constantly trying to share content that's going to help you design aligned offerings to call in soul clients and run an online business for purpose and profit. So if you're not already following me there, please come do so and DM me and let me know that you found out about it through the podcast. I would love to celebrate, hear what some of your biggest takeaways are from what you've been learning here on the podcast and get to know about your goals and if there's any way that I can support you. And oh, P.S., if you didn't know this, I never pitch in the DMs. So if you want to direct message me and have a conversation, you're free to do so. Hope to see you on Instagram. Okay, so now in the rest of our time together, we are going to talk through decisions by design. If you've never heard me use this term, I have created and used the aligned decision-making framework as a basis of pretty much everything I do with my clients and with my students, A-L-I-G-N-E-D. Each of those stands for a particular aspect of like what I think you should be thinking about when you make decisions in your business. I'm not going to go through all of it right now. There is a past episode on my aligned decision-making framework, but when you use the aligned decision-making framework and make decisions in the right order, like not jumping 30 steps ahead, focusing on what needs to be decided now, 
That's what I call decisions by design. And so these are some of the decisions by design that I encourage that you map out to have a sustainable and sexy social media plan that is not draining your energy or feeling like, a, you know, a time suck. So I'm going to walk through of these. I think there's like nine or ten different little bullet points. And if any of these are something that you realize you need some more support on, of course, come find me on Instagram, DM me, ask questions. We can customize a little bit to see how you could be implementing these, okay? So here's one decision I encourage. Choose one platform. Choose one platform, girlfriend. (laughs) If you are struggling to be consistent on any of the platforms you're choosing, choose one. Just choose one platform. As you get more consistent, you may find that you can repurpose content from one to another, or you could set up your Instagram account to automatically post over to Facebook or to your Facebook business page. But choose one platform to get consistent on and implement these decisions on one platform before you decide, I need to be posting everywhere. You know, I know there are some amazing business coaches and mentors who, you know, you've got to be on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok every day. In fact, there's an acronym of FIT. FIT, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and like every day doing all of that, that works for some people. If that feels overwhelming as <laughs> as uh, something I shouldn't be saying on a clean podcast, then uh, you're in the same boat as me. That's not where my consistency level is going to be. So choose one platform. For me, I decided I was choosing for my social media platform, Instagram. I started a brand new account in September of 2021 and is a brand new account specifically on Instagram to speak to my soul client, and that's what I've been creating experiments on over the past six months or so to really start nailing, implementing these decisions by design. Now, do you also see me posting on Facebook or on LinkedIn? Yes. As I'm getting more consistent, I am consciously posting on Instagram and then saying, oh, would this particular post make sense for my audience on other platforms? Oh, yeah, I think this is a really appropriate one to bring over to LinkedIn. Let me take two extra minutes and copy and paste it and put it on LinkedIn. Or is this post on, you know, I have my, currently my Instagram account is set up as a creator account. And so I have it automatically set up to go over to my personal profile. I share my stories over there from Instagram to Facebook. I don't always share my posts because, you know, like my Facebook profile isn't saturated with my sole client. And so it can feel a little overwhelming to put everything over there. That's just how I think. And so I might consciously, yes or no, hit the button to share it over or not. So you're seeing me probably in other platforms, but what I'm doing is creating content for Instagram and then deciding if it makes sense to post it in other platforms. If you have not yet gotten to a place of being consistent on any platform, then I would just focus on one platform. Now you want to understand the formats of the posts for that platform. So for example, carousel posts, like the ones on Instagram where you kind of flip through slides and you can have up to 10 slides, that is a format of a post that really only works on Instagram. Now, if you're primarily creating on Facebook, you don't have to worry about learning how to create carousels. And so understand the formats of the posts. Like over on Instagram, I'm trying to do like two carousels a week. I'm trying to do a reel every day. I'm doing image posts. So you got to understand like the formats of the posts and then... From there, you can start to see the consistency. What will consistency mean to you? I want you to know that I currently, at the time that I'm recording this, am kind of doing an experiment of seeing if I were to post two times a day on Instagram, what starts to come of that? One is a post that is like a design with longer copy and one is a reel. I'm starting to get into content batching of reels, recording the reels, like a bunch of them at once, 
I'm just doing, this is an experiment, right? This is social media, guys. Like we don't have to be super serious about this. I'm doing an experiment to see how quickly I can grow my account to my first 1,000 followers by doing two posts a day, six days a week. That might freak you out. You know what? Like six months ago, I was trying to do one post like every other day on Instagram. But it's because I've been implementing these decisions by design, turning them into routines and rituals, and then being able to expand and even systematize to the point where I'm delegating some of the creation to a graphic designer, to a team member. And so you want to decide what consistency means to you. Consistency does not mean daily. Consistency means consistency. <laughs> what do you feel like you could consistently do? Some of the students going through a line to Ignite right now who have not been posting very often have decided that consistency for them means one post on Instagram, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that's three posts a week and then trying to show up in their stories three times a day. So creating three really good posts for the week, showing up on their stories three times a day, that's what they're trying for consistency. It's really figuring out what do you think you could stick to, that's what consistency means, and exploring how long does it take for you to create that amount of content? Can you get more efficient? Is it bringing in the people that you want? But you can't judge that based on one week, right? So consistency is going to require some sustainability for you to give it long enough of a chunk of time to see what's coming of it. Then the next decision by design that you could be working towards is how to develop systems around content creation. Now, at the time I'm recording this, I don't have a link ready. So I guess if this sounds exciting to you, just like follow me or DM me. But I'm working on creating, I think it's going to be a webinar on my system. And so it's the efficient and energized content creation for sensitive souls system. And this is me teaching how to walk through all of these decisions with examples and more details, a Trello template, like a board of how you can start to plan your content and even maybe delegate to a virtual assistant. So that's like where I take people to. You could literally just be saying, how to develop a system around content creation is I'm gonna create a note in my phone and I'm gonna create topics on there that I can brainstorm. And when I'm feeling creative, I'm gonna put some topics or I'm gonna save some ideas or I'm gonna make a folder on Instagram and start saving quotes that I like, like anything that's gonna create it more of a system or help you create content faster, try something, right? Just make a decision and try something. As it comes out, I'm sure I'll share it on future episodes or you can get onto my newsletter or DM me at your routine queen on Instagram. But if you are like, I love systems, I love Trello boards, I really want to get on top of this. If you ever hear me talk about my content creation for sensitive soul system, then you're going to want to reach out to me about that. Then you want to create an aesthetic. This is a decision, creating an aesthetic. This could be you doing it. It could be working with a graphic designer. It could be hiring someone on Fiverr. It could be finding an intern. It could be a best friend who has a really great eye. Like finding something that's going to create a cohesive aesthetic. I'm not obsessed with having like a beautiful feed, but I like for it to make sense. Like the caption bubbles on my reels. I usually use one of the same three colors. Simple things like that. Every single decision that you make is going to make decisions day to day easier. So like when I'm editing a reel, if every time I had to be like, what color do I want these bubbles to be? How long do I want them to show? Like there's so many decisions in creating content. Every little micro decision that you can just make a decision and be like, it's one of these three. Do I want it to be purple, light tan, or brown? Those are my three colors of like the background of the text. I've even chosen like this is the font that I'm going to use consistently for a while because that makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. Any little micro decision 
that you can make that you're going to stick to is going to free up brain space for you to just be in the creative mode. Okay, so create an aesthetic. Uh, at one point, I just went to Etsy. I don't know if you know this. If you go to Etsy and you type in carousel templates, you will find that there are graphic designers that have uploaded for $5 or $10, maybe $20 templates that you can import into your Canva account so you pay for them. The deliverable is a link to a template in Canva. You put that template into your Canva account. You can even do this with a free Canva account. And then you have these templates that you can put your colors on or maybe change the font. And so then if you're like going all in on being a carousel account, you're gonna create educational carousels, inspirational carousels, you're gonna teach your content through carousels, then invest 20 bucks and go get some really nice carousel templates. Like it doesn't have to be that you have a graphic designer on call. Get curious, get creative. How could you explore finding a way to make your aesthetic just one notch, even if you were like 10% more polished and looking more professional visually, what would that look like, okay? Then the next decision by design is to really start thinking about sharing what your sole client needs to hear, not just what's top of mind for you today. I share this because your sole client may be you. It may be you four years ago, like where you were in your journey of transformation four years ago. It may be like not you. Like I'm not a healer, but I work with healers. So I'm not going to talk about what a toddler mom needs today because I'm trying to speak to healers and light workers and empaths who are running an online business. And so you're especially depending on how similar you personally are in this season of your life and your business to your sole client, you may need to be saying something different than what you're feeling today. You may need to be thinking about what your sole client is feeling today. And so really like the big decision by design around this is getting clear on what your signature transformation is, who your sole client is, and being able to put yourself in their energy. Because it's much more important that your sole client sees a post that you have created that is having them say something like, how does she always know what I was worried about? <laughs> or, you know, how is it that every time I see so-and-so's content, it's like exactly what I was thinking the day before. That's the kind of connection you want to get to with your sole client. And so the decisions by design kind of baked into that are figuring out your signature transformation. If that's something that you struggle with, go over to chelseafournier.com and start looking into, I actually have a workshop that I open up from time to time called Claim It and Call It In. That's about helping you to really get clear on your signature transformation. That then informs who your sole client is. That then informs all of these decisions to make so much more sense, okay? The next decision by design is how are you willing to engage with your existing community? You can't create a community just based on posting alone and them being like, you're amazing, like. In the next episode with Ina Kavani, she is going to open your eyes to what is possible about engaging with your community. She has made a six-figure coaching business with less than a thousand followers on any platform. So if you're sitting here saying like, is any of this even worthwhile? Does this matter until I have a big audience? The answer is yes, you want an engaged audience. And so you want to make some decisions about how you're willing to engage. Is it going to be that you engage for 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day? Are you gonna set a goal of how many other accounts you interact with a day? What does interacting look like for you? These are all things that we cover in Align to Ignite and there's so many experts who give options of this. Of course, I specifically create options for empaths and sensitive souls who don't want to be on screen 24-7. Like I know some people talk about like just DM 100 people a day and the numbers will work out and you'll get people reaching out. Dude, 
messaging 100 people a day, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I would maybe work up my courage to message 100 people, but then it, my nervous system would freak out when they all started replying because they might be replying in a time when I can't be responsive or I don't like all of the replies or one of them is a, hey baby, you look sexy reply or whatever, right? Like you can't control that. And so I am not someone, I just know that doing the high numbers of messaging with people who are not my sole client just to like start conversations, that is not my jam. But what is my jam is having themes of the day of what I'm gonna do to engage. So I, again, have a spreadsheet. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet about what it looks like to engage. And on Monday, I do this. On Tuesday, I do that. On Wednesday, I do this. And I just do like short stints. My goal is 30 minutes a day of engaging. It could mean interacting in a Facebook group I have decided my sole client could be hanging out in. It could be commenting on posts created by influencers on Instagram that I believe my sole client is following. It could mean answering questions on big accounts in my space that have not been yet answered by somebody else. It could mean just making sure I introduce myself to every new follower that comes to my account and thanking them, maybe asking them where they found me, because it's always fun to hear like, oh, so-and-so sent me your account or I heard your podcast. And so those are some options that you can rotate, but if I don't have a plan, and I just hear someone say like, go engage with your audience. I'm like, ugh, I don't know what to do. What does that mean? But you can create a system, a ritual, a routine around this, and that's gonna allow you to set some parameters to say, you know what, for 30 minutes a day, I'm going to engage. I'm not gonna engage with everybody all in one day, but it's gonna be cumulative and I'm just gonna trust the process that I'm gonna eventually have a conversation like I did with Aki that's like, oh my gosh, we were meant to work together. I'm so glad we found each other in that Facebook group that neither of us log into often. It was so funny. And then the last is like, how are you planning to find more soul clients to come follow your content? And that could include like the Facebook group strategy is more about growth, but also, you know, engaging. Uh, going and interacting with influencers that you think your sole client is following because you might show up in a comment and someone likes your comment and comes and follows you. Like these are all just little breadcrumbs that you're trying to leave online, on social media, that's like leaving a little bit of your sparkle, leaving a little bit of your voice, leaving a little bit of your energy. And if you can do it in a way that doesn't take too much of your energy away from you, but it's planting all these little seeds of energy online, you're darn right that your soul client is going to click through, find you, follow you, and it's going to maybe take a little bit of time or it could be same day like it was with, with Aki and I just to be like, okay, we're meant to do something together. This is really, really cool. So these are some of the decisions. Obviously, this is just like very short form on all of these little micro decisions that you can start making around what creating a presence on social media means for you. But definitely stay tuned in. I would say the two takeaways, if there is something that you want to do deeper with me personally on this, is come ask me if the efficient and energized content creation for Sensitive Souls system is out yet. If it is, that might be something that's a good fit for you. There's going to be a free aspect of that. So don't hesitate to reach out and ask if it's ready. And if you know that you want like to understand your signature transformation and make some of these decisions more personalized, then you would want to be tuning in and seeing if I have a workshop coming up around claim it and call it in. That would be a next step for you. Or if you're saying, oh my gosh, I just need to do like soup to nuts and figure out what my online presence is and what my offerings are, then absolutely get on the wait list or reach out to me about Aligned to Ignite, which is my signature group program that helps lightworkers to design a profitable and purposeful, like purpose-driven 
so that you're not losing sight of the purpose and the reason you're here and the gifts that you have and the healing you can offer, but also creating like the profitable aspect, making it efficient, having routines, having rituals, making really honoring decisions by design. That all happens through the full transformation in Align to Ignite. And I would encourage you to look into it or reach out to me and see if any of these are a good fit for you. But if nothing else, I just want you to know that the love-hate relationship of social media If you are a sensitive soul, it is not just you. You're not like the only person struggling with this, guarantee. And it's not something that has to be a barrier. You can create routines. You can create micro decisions. You can create rituals that make this more doable for you, that don't fry your nervous system, that don't drain all of your energy that you have to put into your business this week. It doesn't all have to go into social media. It can be efficient it can be energized, it can be fun, it can be synchronistic, you can alchemize amazing connections and conversations and collaborations, and that can happen. And if you can shift your energy even slightly around it, it can happen very, very quickly. So I hope you got a lot out of this episode today. As I said, make sure to tune into next episode. I'll be interviewing your engagement coach. Her name is Ina Kavani about what it can look like to start to actually build a real community with these people that you're connecting with on social media. And it's going to be a really great conversation. So thank you for tuning in. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.